The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! Coming up on today's experience, devotional diamonds of the day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections, sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but there are some great Thanksgiving leftovers in every one of them. Wow. The review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. This is how you should think about it. The media should be thought of as the stuff that needs to be tossed out of your refrigerator when you're cleaning it out. Get it? Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? That's simple. I know where the radio studio is. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. The David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. That's better than 5,400 hours. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. That thingy. You know, when Jesus told his disciples to watch and pray regarding temptations? How are we doing on watching and praying regarding temptations with the spirit being willing, but the flesh being weak? Ooh, tough one. Here is the opportunity for you to connect with us. We've got a lot of stuff to cover, as we do every single show. We want to let you know, if you want to reach out to us, an easy way to do it, you can call us, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, your world might be changed a little because you'll be talking to... Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a dynamite. Dynamite. That's right. Talking to Dynamite D, that's like being the first person in line for a new ride at the amusement park. Let get on it right now. Right now. Get on the ride. That's it. Now, it can be a prayer request, a praise report. It can be any of that stuff. Yeah, 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 we get that. Here's another way to get, reach out to us. Ready? Ready? You can text us. What? No, really, you can text us. What? 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. 214 
210-824-8483. There you go. You can do that as well. You can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. David at hemustincrease.org. Don't call me late for dinner. Just send me an email, david at hemustincrease.org. We also send you up to the website for multiple reasons. Uh, not the least of which is to remind you that I need your input and time is limited and this is your only day. Can you believe I'm telling you this? We're either going to teach in replace of First Peter. We ever got something in replace of First John. We're going to be teaching Second Corinthians. But now we have to pick between First Timothy, First Samuel, and Judges. So these are three very important Books, two are historic, and then one is a pastoral epistle. So I'm just letting you know, if you have an opinion, when you text in, share your opinion between Judges, Samuel, and 1 Timothy. Let me know what you think. We'd love to hear your insight. Plus, on the website is a place to give. You can give directly through the website. It also has instructions on how to give. There's also also other instructions on how to build a car from a bag of popcorn. We will not dive into that at this particular time, but we will send you up to the website. Please check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. Okay, what would you say? I would say that's what the couch sounded like after I ate Thanksgiving dinner. That that's the greatest. <laughs> that is the greatest. After you ate, though. After I ate. After you ate. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly right. Okay, a couple things for people to be aware of. Don't forget that if you're going to answer trivia or call in or whatever you're going to do, we're, I'm going to probably ask you, unless you just don't want to answer it, I'm trying to figure out the next of three books. It's either Judges, 1 Samuel, 1 Timothy. I'm leaning towards 1 Samuel, so we will see. But Timothy's one of my favorites, probably the first epistle I've really gotten into. Judges is fun, but it's it's so bizarre. It's almost like depressing from time to time. But here's the bottom line. We're going to hire, we're gonna fire into that. Before we get into any of that stuff or do any of that, we are going to pray because God Guess what? I got an email from Roslyn. Roslyn was hoping to not have to go through surgery today, but she did have to go through the surgery. So I told her we would commit as a family, as a Christian group of fellowship. I'm just going to say it right now. We're going to pray for her. She's already gone through the surgery. I don't have an update yet. But it's nice to know that people are praying for you. And if this was you, you would want this, right? You would want people praying for you. So let's love on Rosalind, carrying the burden with one another and for one another, fulfilling the law of Christ. Let's pray. Father, we come before you right now. We thank you and we praise you. We thank you for our sister Rosalind. We just appreciate the testimony she shared with us, the faith, Lord, that she has in you. People have faith in you, Lord, and sometimes it's hard to to share that. And she did a phenomenal job when she shared it with us. But she has a big trial that she's dealing with. And, Lord, she's gone through this surgery at this point, and we are asking just the very thing that she asked us for and that she's asking you for, and that is that this could be the end of this process, that it doesn't keep coming back, that this cancer that's been attacking her would be in effect, crucified. We are asking for your grace in her life, for peace in her life. 
Lord, we lift our faith to you for her. And we're asking you to be a blessing for her. And we're, we're, we're all willing to offer ourselves before you to ask, bring in our faith to you, to sacrifice our faith, and say, please help this sister who needs the comfort of you to get through this time. We, we just trust you that you will do even more than we ask or think, because that's who you are. And we thank you and pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. All right, so got that. Make sure that you guys stay on top of that. I will give you updates as I know. One other thing that I do want to let you know is our good buddy Al, whom I love and adore. Al's like, there's a couple of people that I have a lot of interaction with afterwards. He's gonna, I hope he's going to call today. But anyway, he also needs your comfort and prayers as his mom, who's a Christian, went on to see Jesus over the weekend. So you want to just keep that in prayer and be connected to that and love these people because that's what the Lord wants us to to do okay and so we want to do that the best we can this isn't the perfect show we don't do everything right uh <laughs> i mean let me let me emphasize that real real quickly this is not a perfect show and we don't do everything right okay until you got professional gotta, radio Dave. professional Professional, professional for a tuna fish, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's about all. Uh, uh, so just be praying for Al. Be praying for Rosalind. These are people that are in pain. You never, I never want you to stop praying for Gary and for Brother Ace and, and for all the people that are hurting and for the relationships. Just keep praying for that. But these are the needs that are at the forefront. I want to go into the teaching, which is a really good teaching, which some of you are really going to like, maybe. Okay. <laughs> Uh, here's what it says, and towards the end, we only got a couple more on First Peter, which this has been one of my favorite teaching books. It's become like one of my favorites. Uh, this is First Peter chapter five, verse seventeen says this. Ouch! This is really powerful. For it is time for judgment to begin with the family of God, and if it begins with us, what will the outcome be for those who disobey the gospel of God? And if it's hard for the righteous to be saved. What will become of the ungodly and the sinner? So you read a text like this and you're thinking, okay, it's time for judgment to begin at the house of God. Every person who can hear my voice is going, um, uh, wait a minute, what? I thought we weren't going to be judged. This is not an eternal judgment for your salvation. This is the judgment that has to do with whether or not we are reflecting Jesus in what we do and in what we say and understanding that that reflection of Jesus is not based on our personal opinion, but on what Jesus had to say about it. This is judgment that begins in the church. It's an accountability call. And it's hard for us to be accountable to people because so many people are either super easily offended or super heavy-duty judgers. And it's like neither one of those extremes is a good idea in the Christian walk. God wants us to be able to have people in our lives that can say to us, hey, how you doing at this? I know you're struggling. But you don't say it in a, on a pulpit. You say it to them privately. And you pray for them right then and there, and you love on them, and you let them know, hey, you're with them in it, and you're processing with it. That's what Christianity should be about, not identifying somebody's sins and calling them out. In the, I'm not talking about leadership. I'm talking about one to another. And then saying to those very people, you're for them, you're with them, you love them. And how, no matter what anybody says, judgment is going to begin in the house of God. You, keep, you can say it's not. Oh, yes, it is. 
That's what the scripture says. It's not eternal judgment, but it is a judgment in regards to how much we do and and do not reflect Jesus Christ. Now, I'm going to blow you away by sharing something that I wasn't going to share, but I'm going to share this with you. So the night before I wrote this, I had a dream, okay? Was it from the Lord? I don't know. I think maybe. In the dream, there was a brother who was being a jerk to another believer. Uh, it, was, it was just doing horrible, uh, not sexual, but humiliating, racist, and degrading. And in the, G, in the dream, I quoted this to him and told him to stop being an idiot in very forceful terms. Okay, let's just say that's what I said. Uh, it's not a perfect example, but his behavior was way past biblical standards. In the dream, I was more struck that the sin was much more grievous than a standard, oops, I didn't pray, or oops, I didn't give, or oops, I said this wrong thing one time. This was like an outright major, major problem sin. And the thing that struck me about it in the dream is we don't stand up for one another very often. There's ways to do it, and I'm not saying the way I did it in the stream was right, but there's ways to do it where somebody and what they're going through, they need to be protected. This is your brother and your sister in Christ. If I have a younger, my brother's older than me, I protect him. He's my older brother. He protects me. I'm his younger brother. You know, it's supposed to be that kind of thing. So let's be right to one another, good to one another, loving to one another, protective to one another. Let's be Christians who aren't easily offended and not top-heavy on judgment. Let's be like Jesus instead of like some of the other things that people tend to be. All right, we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. The David Spoon Experience. In 1 Samuel 5 and 6, it talks about the Ark of the Covenant. That's where the uh, movie, uh, actually at the end of 1 Samuel chapter 5, that's where the the movie, the Raiders of the uh, the Lost Ark, that's where they got the whole premise. Seventy men, uh, when the Ark came back, actually that's in uh, 6, I'm sorry. Uh, 1 Samuel 6, they looked into the Ark, which God deemed uh, disrespectful. And uh, real life, and 70 people died because they looked into the ark on the spot. That, uh, that's from real. That's real stuff. That's not fake. But uh, the idea, uh, you know, it didn't probably happen the way that they showed it in the movies, but uh, okay. That, you know, at least they tried to portray it, and at least they were accurate about what took place. But I think the important part is understand the Philistine uh, rulers were political leaders. Uh, they were political leaders. They got together for a political solution. <laughs> that's what happened. That's what happened. The priests got together and made a decision. Instead of trying to overcome the power of God, they thought they'd make an offering to God, return the ark to Israel. That spiritual solution worked. Got that? So political rulers making political decisions. Failure! Priests making an offering to God and returning things to their proper place. Solution! That's the key, people. I think that's the key. That's what we need. That's why we need a strong spiritual core in the church. Not just you in your church, but the church in large. Trust me. Trust me when I say this. When they start shooting Christians because we're Christians, when it becomes more like China, and they start beating us because we're Christians, the denominational issue will fade to the white. 
And uh, for all of the people that say, no, no, that can't be, you are way, way wrong. Church history has repeated itself several times. It's the exact same thing. Keep in mind, the church has been around a little longer than America. Oh, tell that to some Christians. They, they want to shoot you. It's weird. Anyway, as the kicker to that is uh, the five rats. I think that's the funniest part of all, that uh, they actually had to make five golden rats representing the five political leaders. A divine humor saying sometimes political leaders can be like rats. That's kind of what that's saying. And uh, it's human proclaimed, but is it Jesus approved? That's the question. Ha! Anyway, we've had a phenomenal show. I'd say phenomenal. Would you call it phenomenal? I call it phenomenal. I don't even know what phenomenal. Super phenomenal. Super phenomenal. We've had a super phenomenal show. And uh, I just want to say that uh, uh, we really appreciate all of our guests. We have a terrific, I mean, we have something. I got, I got something for tomorrow. Oh, my goodness. It's called the nagging theory. You ever heard that? It's called the nagging theory. For all of those uh, young Jewish boys out there who uh, have uh, grown up in that same kind of uh, process, you will understand. It's the nagging theory. We're going to talk about that. And then uh, a few more things uh, about, uh, uh, oh, a few more things we're going to give away. Something interesting happened in Alabama Supreme Court. A lot of good political stuff that we've talked about, but mostly... Kingdom of God stuff, because, you know, uh, everything else compared to advancing the kingdom of God, everything else is just interesting. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas that's K double Amen 770, the truth station here in Texas. Say I told you folks, see, sometimes you gotta do that first segment, get the stuff out of you. And then once the stuff's out of you, you're ready to roll. Just like a little bit of rust here or there. Okay, here you go. This is a great trivia question. I have two good hints for you. This should help you. What does the name of the Old Testament prophet Jonah mean? What does the name of the Old Testament prophet Jonah mean? Now uh, Annika brought this up and actually did answer this before, just pointing that out, but I am going to give you this hint. Ready? This will be your first hint. It is a company that makes chocolate. Huh. Is that a good hint? That's a pretty good hint, right? That's not bad. Wait, you see the second hint, if you guys can't figure that out. Uh, 972-445-0770. That would be the number to call, 214-210-8483. That would be the number to text David at hemustincrease.org. That would be the email. In the meantime, okay, now remember here's the question. So here's the question. (laughs) What does the name of the Old Testament prophet Jonah mean? And the answer for your first hint is, uh, well, the first hint is, it is the name of a chocolate company. It's a chocolate company that has this name. Okay. In the meantime, we'll do our DNA. Why? Because you haven't heard it for, I don't know, I don't know, maybe listen to the show on Friday and Saturday. I haven't heard it for a couple of days. Here we go. DNA. D stands for d- draw closer to the Lord. Daily. 
daily. Daily isn't daily. Now, somebody is calling in, so what we'll do is I'll stall. And I'll, the reason that I'll stall is so that uh, Dynamite D can get the call and put the person on hold and help me finish the DNA. But to draw closer to the Lord daily, I'm sure that everybody had a very nice Thanksgiving. And I love that you might have. I'll tell you about my Thanksgiving. Best thing about my Thanksgiving. Ready? Ready? Besides the fact that Noel's a great cook, besides that, no drama. It's always lovely. <laughs> That's like, come on. It's like, why can't every holiday be like that? Anyway, no drama. Love it. So uh, that was number one. And then number two, uh, uh, so so that's draw closer to the Lord daily. And then during that time, during that period, that four days, you can't just take a break from the Lord. That's weird. You can't afford to do that. Do you understand? All right. N, never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. So we have D, draw closer to the Lord daily. N, never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means that other people and their wellness is important to you. Because it should be important to you. That's why. Because Jesus commanded that to be. So when we function in DNA, we respond to the Lord. All right, somebody's ready to answer a trivia question. Let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hey, good afternoon, David. This is Al. Hi, brother. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing just fine, bud. All right. Do you, do you, do you, want... do you know the trivia question by any chance? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, oh, sir. feeling good. I wanted to, I wanted to get two kill two birds with one stone i guess you know call answer trivia and uh just give you an update and everything so awesome all right i'm gonna let you do the trivia first okay give you that I, chance all right what I remember it, it's it doesn't mean a dove that is correct amundo so what I was going to do is I was going to say it's a chocolate company because dove is a chocolate company plus i was going <laughs> to yeah. say it's also the name of a soap See, that's been the other part oh, that yeah. I could have done. See, yeah. Dove soap. Yeah. See, uh, yeah, so that'd have been a pretty good the one. Soap right I've there. never used before, but I have the chocolate. Yeah, yeah, and it's good yeah. chocolate. I've had to use the soap too yeah. because my wife buys the soap. I don't have a choice. Okay, so anyway, oh, okay. <laughs> but Dove is correct. Excellent job. Well, all good. Right. All right, talk to me about the rest of it. How's it all go? How's it going well, otherwise? Oh, it's it's going just fine. Uh, as you said, lost my mother uh, Friday. I just want to praise Jesus that uh, he took her quickly, and she's in heaven right now. And uh, my my sister and my dad, you know, they're struggling right now, but, but they'll be okay. And uh, I just wanted to, like I said, give, you know, give, it's easy to give Jesus praise when things are going well, but when he doesn't answer the prayer like you want him to, you still got to praise him and thank him for it. So. That's right, and you got to trust him for it because that he knows the he knows the better route that's going to come out of that, uh, which yeah. is which is the hardest part is to go. Okay, well here this is what I'm going to pray. Uh, can you do this? Can you do this? But it's the same thing Jesus did. Yeah, but not my not my will, but your will be done. And it's like that's exactly right. That, and I mean that, and in, in that case, the original plan had to go forward in order for them to accomplish what they were trying to accomplish. It's like okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So, like I said, she's in a better place, and um, you know, having a re- reunion with her mom and dad and Jesus right now. So oh, that's awesome. Just praise God for that. Yeah. Let me pray over you real quickly. I know it's not easy, and I've gone right. through it. So let me pray for you, Father. We just lift up our dear brother Al. We just ask you to comfort his heart. There's nothing 
bizarre or weird about it, you know, uh, his his mom, uh, probably a lot closer to you than we're, we're ever going to be here on this side. So that's kind of nice. But uh, and, and uh, dancing on streets of gold. So I assume she gets shoes or something, new shoes to do that. That's cool. But Lord, comfort Al and comfort the sister and the dad and somehow, some miraculous way, let this be used to open up a door with some kind of sincere, deep conversation, even though there's been struggles before and there's been uh, resistance before, change the hearts of the people involved so that Al can share what that unspoken joy was that his mom had. Just give him that opportunity. Just ask you to bless him, anoint him, and comfort him. Let him know how much he's loved and appreciated. We pray for him and thank you for him in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. Uh, thank you, sir. You are more than welcome, my brother. You know I love you in the Lord, man. Amen. Love you, too. All right. Take care. Yeah, take care. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. All right. So I wanted to, I mean, Al did say he was going to try and call in, so I just want to give him that space. And that's what we want to do. You want to know what's going on. We want to be staying connected to one another. We want to make sure you you we're all kind of on, on touch with that, right? I mean, that's just what you want to. This is what we want to do, as best we can. Now, I know some of you are aware that somewhere in Cambridge, in the University of, uh, or in, in the UK at the University of Cambridge, uh, somebody was preaching a heresy. I mean, a heresy. It's just incredible, and uh, and it, people were like trying to support it and defend it. And it's like, look. The real faith is not overly complex. Genesis 1-1 to Revelation 22-21. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and no man comes to the Father but by him. And taking care of one another until he comes and sharing that love with other people, that's what we do. Okay? We take care of one another. We love one another. We bless one another. Okay? All right. Ironically, the last portion of this scripture, and we don't have time to teach it, but it doesn't matter. It speaks for itself is verse 19 of 1 Peter. So I, I read you verse, uh, chapter 5, verse uh, 17 and 18. Here's verse 19. Listen to what it says. So then those who suffer according to the will of the Lord should entrust their souls to their faithful creator and continue to do good. And it's like, wow. It's almost like the Lord coordinated that for Al. It's like, look, it's suffering. It's hard. Keep doing good and trust your soul to your faithful creator. God's going to take care of the issue. God's going to help you through it. God's going to open up the doors. Let's see what comes of it. And there's not one of us who's not listening to this who doesn't think, gosh, in some way, shape, or form, maybe not in that manifestation, but in some way, shape, or form, there are family members that I want to be able to share with too. And I understand that and praying for that for all of us every single day. That's what the DNA is all about, right? Okay. All right, so uh, and you got your last chance. you got 60 more minutes on trivia questions and so on and so forth to tell me which of the three books you want to do, Judges, 1 Samuel, 1 Timothy. If nobody comes through with a strong or doesn't have a strong vote count, I will just pick, and you will be at the mercy of my own insanity, and that is your own fault. Okay? All right, great. All right, we'll take our break, and then we'll come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break, top of the hour. Don't go anywhere. Can't stand the skill, can't stand the shame. Hey there, it's Amazing Jennifer, and I am helping out the David Spoon Experience. As you may know, I basically run the KAAM radio station. Amazing! 
amazing. And Dr. Dave is looking for a few good people to join and become representatives, ambassadors, and stewards of this here radio ministry. Now you may be thinking, well, I'd love to get involved, but I'm not very qualified for ministerial positions. Well, the truth is that because you are a child of our Heavenly Father, that you trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you seek to live by the power of the Holy Spirit, you have all you need to be a part of this ministry. But Jennifer, don't I need to be perfect? <laughs> no. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website, and then click on the Ambassadors Initiative link. Just fill out the form and we will reach out to you. But sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. You are on your own with that. The David Spoon Experience. So in this position, I have the opportunity to interview people and have so for the last five years from all across the range of Christianity, uh, from, from authors and from actors and musicians, we are about to have an opportunity we've never had on this show. We actually have Lee Strobel on the phone with us. It was 19 years ago, I believe, this September 1st, where his book came out, The Case for Christ. If you're Jewish like I am and then became a Christian, that was when you went, oy vey. This book was a life changer for many, and now it's a movie. Lee, are you there on the phone with us? I am, David. How you doing, my friend? I am doing Fantastic. Thrilled to have you on the show. It's Thank my you. privilege. I'm just, I just we got to start. I know they give you a list of questions just so you can know, Lee. I never use them. So, uh, Good for you. <laughs> it's like, come on. I want to tell you, we're brothers here Absolutely. in the Lord. Talk to me. First of all, you wrote this book, The Case for Christ. Let's first talk about the writing of the book, and then we'll talk about that connection to the movie. Why did you write this book? Well, I didn't start out to to do that. I mean, um, I was an atheist. My wife became a Christian. So in order to try to rescue her from this Christian cult, I uh, decided to use my journalism training and legal training and uh, disprove Christianity to um, show that the resurrection never really happened. Uh, of course, I ended up coming to the opposite conclusion and ended up coming to faith. But I, I, I did this investigation for my own edification, for my own education, not because I wanted to write a book. And then it was actually later my wife said to me, hey, you ought to write a book about that. I said, really? And she said, sure. So uh, that's how the book came about. AM, Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth. 